episode 45. Welcome to the Lose the Cape podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast. Today we are doing something a little bit different. It's kind of exciting. We are helping Lisa Nolan promote her book, Mom for the Holidays, which is available now on Amazon. Excuse me, this is a fun book that um, an anthology, a collection of stories from moms, that all kinds of mom stories from the holidays. So great book if you're looking for something for yourself to um, keep you motivated over the Christmas break while your kids are home or want to give it to a friend. Um, just a great thing. Also, I was super excited that we recorded this the week that my best friend surprise visited me. She came in from France for my 40th birthday week. So she gets to, she says a little bit in the um in that episode, not much though. She she uh, didn't want to be on the on the podcast too much, but I made her because that's what best friends do, right? So anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode. It was a lot of fun. You can check out all the show notes and the links to everything we talk about on losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 45. And if you want to hop on over and subscribe to us on Stitcher or iTunes, we would love you and love a review too. Have a great day and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Everything, enjoy this wonderful time. Welcome to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast where we interview busy moms and talk about the struggles of the daily juggle. Today's going to be a little bit different for a couple of reasons. One, I am um, interviewing multiple people at the same time. Um, We have Lisa Nolan of Monkey Star Press and Carolyn Wilhelm of the Wise Owl Factory. Sorry to mess that up. Um, And they are going to talk to us about a book that is out and uh, Mom for the Holidays, Stories of Love, Laughter, and Tantrums at Christmas and Hanukkah. Um, So this is going to be a lot of fun talking to them, but it's also different for me today because I have my best friend in the whole wide world here, Carrie. She's visiting me this week in honor of my birthday, and um, she lives in France, so we don't get to see each other very often. So hopefully she'll pipe in on the conversation she's just informed me that she's very shy (laughs) which was quite a surprise to me (laughs) after 20 years of knowing her I never realized that she was shy but (laughs) anyway so welcome ladies we're glad to have you here today great to be here thanks okay so all right Lisa let's start out with you um why don't you tell me a little bit about you um, and how you got involved with writing books and about your life as a mom? Well, first of all, um, I am a mom to a son with Down syndrome, and I've been married for about 15 years. I live in Northern California, and um, I got into publishing in around 2011. I was a Montessori teacher for a long time, and I started offering Montessori on the internet, And I did some Kindle books and I made the decision after that that I hated (laughs) self-publishing. So I wanted to publish other, um, you know, content by other people. So I published a picture book uh, by a blogger um, who has this wonderful uh, website. Her twins um, are in her, a lot of her blog posts. So I did a a children's picture book and I have a couple more that I'm contracted to do with her. And I also started 
a blog with Mom Lit Parent Humor and got really involved in that community and fell in love with all the ladies that, uh, you know, that we all love and know. And uh, we did a couple anthologies. So that's kind of my little nutshell story. Cool. And how did you come up with the idea for Mom for the Holidays? Well, um, the Mom Lit Parent Humor uh, bloggers that I was getting to know, we did a lot of linky parties and blog hops. And we did Mom for the Holidays, I believe it was in 2012. And we did another one in 2013. We also had Pinterest boards uh, for, for that. And it was a lot of fun. So we all decided, hey, this would be a great idea for, a, for an anthology. So in 2014, I sort of began the journey. And now in 2016, we have the print version of Mom for the Holidays. Moms for the Holidays. <laughs> so Carolyn, what about you? How do, how, what's your uh, mom story and how did you start writing about it? Well, um, I retired from teaching, but I missed it a lot. So I started a blog and wrote curriculum. And I also volunteer at a Montessori school. Um, and my children are 35 and 36. <laughs> grandchildren are 10 months and four. And I've been following Lisa for many years online. And one day she accepted my story for her book. That was really fun. Uh, what's your story about? Well, we were living in the Netherlands as the only Americans in a small Dutch village. And I was very ignorant <laughs> of what was going on. It wasn't an army base or anything. We were literally the only Americans. And my children were two and three. Oh, wow. Christmas, I just couldn't understand why they had no Christmas trees up. I just couldn't understand it. And then on Christmas Eve, our neighbor had some trees in his yard. And I went over and I was like really upset. I wanted a tree. So anyway, we put it up Christmas Eve and I threw it out New Year's Day. And they all left theirs up through Epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know why they weren't putting them up and why they weren't throwing them away. So anyway. Oh, that's funny. I think that's changed a bit in Europe now, though, hasn't it? Wouldn't you say? Uh, no, not in the Netherlands. They do that. It, just in the Netherlands? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, didn't <laughs> I didn't know that they had that tradition or didn't have that tradition. That's well, and gifts that for kids are on um, St. Nick Day. They're not at Christmas. Yeah. Well, they do that in France, too, right? Yeah, yes, they, they do both. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about getting presents whenever you can now, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is expensive and then you have families that celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas Ooh, that's a lot too mm -hmm. well that's fun so um I'm curious was your husband what was your what were you what were you doing in the Netherlands he was working as the only American at Phillips um making heart patient monitors oh wow patient monitors very cool that's interesting. So now, Lisa, are you actually um, a contributor to the book as well or just the publisher? That's a funny question. When the uh, book came out in 2015, it was a Kindle book, an ebook, mm -hmm. and I didn't have any content. I just couldn't get around to uh, getting my own stuff together, my own holiday content. And I like to do a lot of sort of top 10 kind of funny lists and things like that. I didn't really have a quote-unquote story. Um, but in 2016, I said, okay, i gotta got to gather up my, uh, my fun holiday content. And so, yes, I do have some, uh, 
stuff uh, more more fitting into the um, back of the book where we also have uh, Michelle Gru's Do It Yourself. Um, she did an amazing job and that was fun to work on. And that's something that she put out last year. Uh-huh. And the name is blanking me. I should grab my, uh, my anthology and take a look. Um, she did it as a Kindle book last year and she wants to do it as a, as a print book. Um, and it's a do-it-yourself um, sort of how to be an imperfect mom for the holidays. Kind uh-huh. of thing. Right up your alley, by the way, Alexa. For your, uh, she, you should have her on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I love Michelle. She's hilarious. Yeah, and she also has a story t- as well. So the story she submitted and got accepted. And then last year she asked me if I was interested in her, um, some of her uh, you know, do-it-yourself content. Cool. Yeah, I... Uh... It's not, I have not read the book yet. I have to admit, I'm sorry, but I, I look forward to reading it. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of pretty funny stories in there. <laughs> so, excuse me. Um, okay, so let's talk about time management over the holidays. Um, well, we were going to talk to another contributor, Leah, who has three kids, um, but she was not able to make it here today. So we'll just skip right on over to Carolyn and talk about being a grandma. Um, how do you manage your time now that your kids are out of the house and, and how much time do you get to spend um, with your grandkids? I see my grandkids a lot. I have to be very flexible because the baby has nap schedules Mm -hmm. that I have to work around and everything. Um, But I work ahead of time. So I have a bunch of children who come over, um, other people's grandkids too. And so we made holiday ornaments in November and we made gnome dolls and everything so that in December I don't have to worry so much about those blog posts. I sewed um, peg doll outfits for a whole week <laughs> for little girls. And, and I think I'm retired, so I think I can have more time than I actually have. And then I get overwhelmed because I'm overscheduled. So, <laughs> so do. do you find... Um, do you find that being a grandma is uh, more enjoyable than being a mom was during the holiday time? It is, except I don't get to see them enough. You know, we're going to several Santa Claus things. There's a four-year-old, and it's it's really fun, but I really wish I could see them more, you know. Yeah. The parents are busy. Yeah, I'm sure. So what about you, Lisa, being a work-at-home mom and a special needs child? I'm sure it's... Uh, Time management is always crazy, but especially during the holidays with all the extra stuff thrown in. Yes. Well, I am very blessed. Um, when I got married, um, my in-laws, they all live uh, pretty pretty close to us, and they do all the holiday festivities. I don't have to do anything except show up and eat and drink and be married. Um, however, <laughs> having a child with Down syndrome around Christmas trees and presents and food and glassware so it was quite stressful um for for many many years just following him around and trying to get him to not break things and crawl up christmas trees and grab stuff off tables um and at the same time uh my mother passed away when i was pregnant so the next two years were were pretty pretty depressing so i didn't do a whole lot for for those reasons um but uh Ooh, Alexa, we lost you. Anyway, 
Um, but now he's 12 and happily he's a joy to bring along and quite the charmer and he's quite the hit at, at the holiday parties at my in-laws. So my time is, is well spent <laughs> now yeah. all the hard work is done when he was little. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> it. <laughs> so, well, you know, this, this question may not be very, um, be very pertinent because of the, of the, um, you know, the fact that your kids are older and, and we're not in the house anymore, but do you recall, um, when your kids were younger and when everything was really crazy, like how you, how you got it all balanced and got everything done? Well, my husband helped by doing shopping. I had to cut pictures out of magazines <laughs> and tell him the price in the store and he would come home with it. That was one thing. Oh, that's um, funny. And then you just have to have the kids help with as much as they can see and be involved in, or it wouldn't get done. Yeah. So they helped cook and everything. So I'm going to go off script a little bit because um, your situations are uh, a little bit different than when we normally interview work from home or working moms or even stay-at-home moms that are in the thick of it with, with kids at home with them. So I'm just going to ask you guys to talk a little bit more about the book and maybe, uh, Lisa, if you want to tell us some of your favorite stories in it. Gosh, you know, that's always a tricky question for me because <laughs> I treat all of my contributors equally. Um, but what I can say, and this is kind of how I do all of my anthologies um, and future anthologies, um, is I try to find that, uh, I almost want to say perfect story, but a real kind of grab you, uh, humorous, and just really well <clears throat> told with details. And so I picked the one um, by Wendy, um, who took her little boy to uh, to see Santa and wanted to be carried and and was having a, a meltdown right in line and these two elves come up and uh, it's just a it's just a just a wonderful she's a poet by the way and so I think that's can, <clears throat> that can be a strength for writers who who also write poetry they can really capture you know these these jewel moments mm -hmm. and as far as the sort of end of the book I try to have the uh, more serious topics, um, like Yvonne uh, uh, Spence, who, who um, had her baby when uh, her baby was born, um, had some real difficulties, and she felt a lot of guilt. And there's a couple of more uh, serious uh, topics, and I try to kind of put those kind of sort of towards the end. And then the very last story, I try to have be very inspirational and uplifting and so that kind of gives you an idea of, uh, of how I put these stories together. There are snarky ones. There are extreme snarky ones like uh, Gina Fenton from Extreme Mom and uh, Sarah Husseinian. Um, oh, so those, those are really fun because uh, uh, I have to think, okay, should I leave the swearing in or take it out? Right. <laughs> What I decided to do is to do a separate uh, book altogether, leaving it uh, uncensored. So if you have moms out there who like their uh, comedy uncensored, I have a Kindle version and I think we'll do the print version next year for the, uh, you know, the extreme snarky moms. <laughs> Very fun. Um, okay. So either of you can answer this or both of you, but do you, what is the most memorable 
crazy Christmas experience you have. And I know I didn't send that to you in advance. So if you need to think about that, you can. Was there ever a, a, a Christmas that was just like mind blowing? I'll share mine. I'll share mine with you while you're thinking. Um, the first year that we all had Christmas together, it was me and my um, younger sister and our children, our boys. We both only had one kid at the time. Um, and our boys had just, were about to turn a year old and we had taken them to go get pictures, um, done at a photography studio. And apparently while they were playing with the toys, they picked up some germs. And on Christmas Eve, my nephew, we were all staying at my mom's house together just so that we could all get up together on Christmas morning and have a wonderful day. On Christmas Eve, my nephew started vomiting. And the rest of the family went down like dominoes. And this was one of those illnesses that was like, you need to be on the toilet with a bucket in front of you. (laughs) One by one, we just all started going down over the next two or three days. It was by far the most memorable Christmas I can ever recall. (laughs) Because it was awful. But yeah. (laughs) Caroline, want to go next? You have more kids than I. I only have one. (laughs) I guess it's not that funny, but um, my son was sick one Christmas, and I kept sitting him by the Christmas tree and turning on the lights and trying to make him feel better and play Christmas music. Turned out he was allergic to the tree. Oh my god! (laughs) That was the last time we had a tree. Oh, no, poor little guy, and you're just sticking him right next to it. Sure, feel better, yeah. Oh, wow, poor thing. Lisa? Okay, um, I, I have three to choose from, and I'll try to pick the, uh, the one that's the least depressing. Okay. Um, oh. It's funny now, but it wasn't funny then. Um, my dad was in a, a boarding care for about 10 years, um, and I used to get him out of the boarding care and take him over for um, – Thanksgiving. And one year he, uh, he was pretty heavily medicated. So getting him in and out of the house was a challenge. And after the, uh, the dinner, we uh, were walking back to the car and he got into the car and said he had to go to the bathroom <laughs> and he wasn't able to get out of the car and run to the bathroom because he wasn't a young Sprite dad anymore. You know? And with his medication, so it's okay, dad, just stand right here in front of the picket fence and go. So my dad was standing in front of our picket fence <laughs> nine o'clock at night uh, going to the bathroom. Uh-huh. So to make it funny, I emailed my best friend who lives in Cleveland, Ohio. We've been friends since high school. And I told her, I said, yeah, my dad peed on the picket fence this year <laughs> for Thanksgiving. And she said, somehow I can't picture that in a Hallmark card. <laughs> no, no, probably not. Okay. Well, um, so there you go. Top that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't have one for that. All right. So um, the book is out and available now, right? Both in print and ebook. Okay. Yes. yes. And, and there's a separate Kindle for the uncensored. So there's okay, three, three editions. And on all major things, I'm sure they can find it on Amazon or do, would you rather them go through your website or how do people get to the book? Well, a good way to uh, get to know Mom for the Holidays is go to the website because we have all of the contributors listed. We have their bios. We have links. Um, and you can also find uh, links to my other anthologies 
Um, I have one coming out in the September of next year, and my current anthology that's out is called Motherhood May Cause Drowsiness. Mm-hmm. And that's a fun book. Uh, that, that would make a great gift as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thank you both for um, taking the time out today to come be interviewed on the show, and I wish you the best of luck with the book. I think it sounds like it's going to be a really good read for all moms. And um, Carolyn, where can people find you? WiseOwlFactory.com. Perfect. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks, Alexa. Thanks, Carolyn. Thank you, Lisa. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this really fun episode um, or a really different episode. I guess it's kind of a completely different perspective when we are used to talking to people with younger children or even teens and tweens um, to get the perspective from moms with kids that are a bit older and even our our grandma today. Um, so that's a lot of fun. It gives me a view of what the future may look like. So anyway, make sure you go get a copy of the book. Check out all the show notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 45. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Have a great holiday season and we will see you. Uh, I think we have one more episode lined up for next week, but otherwise in the new year.